This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 16, Episode 7, titled The Sound of Ruzik. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two problems like Maria. First, from Bravo Bravo, effing Bravo, please say... How are y'all feeling, evil bitches? To Mr. Nathan Patrick Brown. Hello, Nathan. How hey, are you, Joe. Nathan? What is it you can't face? Oh, yeah. You know that Jay Ellis tells me that joke every single... Like, I think I've heard him tell me that about four times. About that line. And that's oh. his favorite part of the movie. Blah, 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 blah. What it, for anyone who don't know, there's a woman. She has a very thick... And I don't know what kind of accent it is. And we have so many different people from different parts of the UK in the Discord. That if I get it wrong, they'll be like, How did you not know that was a Welsh accent? You know, so I'm just not going to say what it is. I don't know what it is. But she has an accent that when she says, what is it you can't face? The accent sounds like she's saying, what is it you can't face? Uh, and people think it's so funny. It's not <laughs> music. I anyway, believe it's Austrian. Oh yeah, I know, right? Uh, and next, he's coming to us from the East Coast of the United States. He's the beautiful, the talented, the sober, Mr. Evan Ayers. Hello, Evan, how are you? Hi. You have What's one up? of those like 1920s mustaches. I, I I think I dig it though. Oh, thanks. I yeah, I like I am trying to I'm experimenting with it. I don't know. I like kind of want I kind of want to look like a coke dealer, but like not No, 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 no. You look like you're like going to like uh host parties at your mansion and not participate in them because you're a uh <laughs> what are those people who you the bootlegger? Uh bootlegger. What'd you mm -hmm. call me? Yep, exactly what I called you. You know what I called you. You heard me. <laughs> Remember those commercials? What are you, who are you calling a cootie queen? You lit liquor. Remember those? What? No. no what are you talking those, about? The, there were these commercials. I forgot what they were. They were like popular when I was growing up. And it was like, mm -hmm. they were, it was, and I can't, I can't remember it, but I'll tell you later. No, tell me no. We're here. No, but I don't, I don't know what it was for. I want to hear like, all about it. I want you to tell me all about it. <laughs> it was that the whole premise was like, instead of the them people like cursing or slinging insults, they just, they were like really, really like schoolyard elementary. Like he called people like cootie queens and lit liquors. It's, I'll find it later. It'll come to me. And I've just totally wasted my, my opening bit here. So back to you. You know, I watched Whiplash on a plane once and it was like coming back from Indonesia and I think they like censored all the swear words and like dubbed it to be like cootie and stuff like that instead of actually saying fuck and shit and cunt. <laughs> so hmm. when I, I was like, why is this movie R rated? Like they didn't even swear. That's so funny. Mm. 
This week, the queen sing and dance in the sound of Ruzik, and on the runway category is I Could Buy Myself Flowers. Plasma is named the winner of the challenge, while Mayamon LePage and Megami are placed in the bottom two after a lip sync battle for their lives. Maya was told, Shantae, you stay, while Megami was asked to sashay away. Ladies, what did you think of that lip sync? And did the right queen go home? We're going to start with our very special guest, uh, the lovely Evan Ayers. Hello, uh, Evan. Hi. Uh, what did you think of that lip sync? Did the right queen go home? Tell us, some, tell us about it. Um, I thought it was actually a great lip sync. I feel like Miley Cyrus songs don't always have the best record of having good lip syncs on this show. And this was, I mean, first of all, great timing because she just won a Grammy for it. But also, um, I think, yeah, I think Maya killed it. Now they're one of them, like, someone was, I was reading or thinking about something where the type of lip syncing that Megami was doing would be great if you were watching it in, at a bar or like watching it live because you could totally focus your attention on her that she was doing some storytelling but uh maya was a much better like there was a build-up there was this church lady motive i thought it i thought she was fantastic i do not think that maya is the best um like lip sync like visual lip syncer do you know what i mean there's some queens that i think just kind of like they give like maybe five or six like basic mouth movements mm-hmm. and she does enough to make up for it but to answer your question, I thought that the right person went home this week. All right, very good. Nathan? I thought it was fun to see the queen of flips versus the queen of props. I was excited. <laughs> At first, I thought it was going to be like the little Kenya Michaels Latrice lipstick where one would just be so serious and one would be just so goofy. But then, mm-hmm. like, watching it, I was like, oh, Megami, she was sort of doing her talent show again. And I was like, oh, we've yeah. sort of seen that. It was sort of one note all throughout, whereas at least- Maya did something different. When she took the shoes off, I was like, cardinal sin diva. But then I was like, ah, you know, whatever. Rules Bye. are made to be broken. And so I think Maya did a better job and she won. And, you know, Megami, I was sort of warming up to her this episode. Maybe because she had like some shadier confessionals and things. But I was like, oh, oh, well. Like as much as I started to enjoy her, someone's got to go. And it was her time. Mm-hmm. Listen. This lip sync, this Maya did not do that great of a job. Anyone could have beat her. Megami did such a shitty job. Here's why. <laughs> the song the song is about liberation. It's about uh relying on self-reliance. It's about independence. And it's a, it's like it's a joyful song about that. And Megami lived in the sad part of the first part of yeah. the song. And she just stayed there. She she's never the Eeyore, left there. She's the Eeyore of drag, they say. Yeah. And she just stayed in this whole painful part of the acting it out thing. And it was like, that's not this song. However, I don't think the song... There was a part where I think towards the end, Maya did sort of get it and did bring sort of the joyfulness. But she could have just... She didn't need to do those stunts that she did. The sliding on the floor. What is like <laughs> Sliding on the floor? Joe, I want to see you... Li- I want to see you lip sync to this song, Joe. I want. I okay. challenge you for a pay- whatever exclusive. I want to see you lip sync to buy yourself to no, flowers. No, here's the deal. And then I'll here's give you deal. your flowers. Here's the deal. Any one of these queens could have... Did, if they would have just told the story in the correct way. Maya did only... She did... That's the thing is... Maya danced... But she didn't live the words of the song. Yeah. Megami tried to act out the song. But Megami tried to act out the song, but she forgot that the rest of the song is about, like, liberation. <laughs> and so, like, she was, like, as if yeah. like, like, uh, she was watching her kids being eaten or something like that. And so, um, 
And Maya was just dancing. Now, a part, there were certain parts because she was dancing that, that she caught the joyousness of the song, but she's sliding all over the place. Here's what I, <laughs> I don't think she did a terrible job. And she did win that lip sync. And Megami should have gone home. But what I will say is any one of those other queens, here's the deal. Next week, because Maya's already, we'll get to this, appointed herself the goddamn lip sync assassin. Who's calling herself that? <laughs> you know? Uh, she appointed herself the lip sync assassin. She's like, We'll, I'll, I'll get to that topic when we get to it. But what I'm saying is that song doesn't need sliding down the, the stage. And so, so I'm saying if there was a queen who would have pulled it back, they would have won. I don't think mm-hmm. Maya is as strong as she thinks. She's going to go and strutting next week. Like, <laughs> don't go against me. And I'm like, <laughs> anyone who, let's just be honest with you too. The show is doing paint by numbers. Last week, Geneva went home. She should have. Next, it was Megami. I'm telling you right now, this Maya is going home sooner rather than later. And it's Snatch Game uh-huh. next week. Who is this fucking bitch doing for Snatch Game? That she's you think doing Maya's share. Do- I, yeah, she's she like, great. You know what would be she so should. funny? If she, if she were smart, she would do that. She's not uh-huh. that smart, though. She's not going to. No. What I'm going to say is if she would have gone on there. If she, she knows she, here's the deal. She's going to do someone. This is the best part. This is my guess. She is going to be do someone who's known as loud. You know, she's going to go in there. And she's like, I'm um, Nene Leakes. Oh, Nene Leakes. That's what Nene Leakes. Oh, uh, hi, Nene Leakes. Um, <laughs> well, do me a favor. Michelle Massage is so blank. She sat on a cone and thought it was. Uh, and there's two blanks in that one. It's me. It's me, Nene Leakes. Bloop. A baby chair. Bloop. What? <laughs> Do you know who she is? You know, if she were really smart, she would play the black girl from Police Academy. You guys are too young to know what I'm talking about. Did you ever see the Police Academy? Mm. The original Police Academy? No. no. So in the original Police Academy, there was this like minor character. Police and Academy. And it was this black woman who she's quiet she talks like this you know and then the big <laughs> the big audience applause moment at the end is a big riot that they have to calm down and she goes like you know she screams like get down dirtbag and everyone's ah because she's quiet the whole time that's this that's this uh maya iman the page right um she's like i gotta find the scenes can somebody on discord post the the scenes of the girl from uh from Police Academy, the Quiet Girl. That's the, that's my name on the page, and if she should do her. Oh my god, that'd be so great. She's like, I'm the girl from Police Academy, because Rue loves that shit. Rue, lo- oh, you're yeah, making Rue a reference die. from the old time. Rue would be like, it would be immediately if she was like, I'm the the quiet black girl from Police Academy. It would be. <laughs> It, it, that would be it. It would be she would win be the, the whole thing. Of- yes, yes. Oh my god, that'd be so great if she did that. So anyway, the, the, but the right person went home, and I'm gonna tell you what. The, the, but if I had to guess, this Maya Iman LePage is uh, <laughs> her days are numbered. Mm. Hmm. Anyway, all right. After Geneva's elimination, Maya declares her. Yeah, listen to this. Listen to this shit. I have to read. <laughs> After Geneva's elimination, <laughs> Maya declares herself a lip. And this um, is how she declared it. I just like to say that. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I think that I, I have I have braces, and I'm also the lip sync assassin. <laughs> I'm changing her name to May SMR. That's my her new name, Maya SMR. 
<laughs> anyway, she declares herself a lip sync assassin. Plasma welcomes Q to the winner's circle. Megami shades Dawn's look. And Saphir Crystal explains her decision to drink her potion. It's a new day in the race, and RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's maxi challenge. A rusical! The girls will be prancing, lip-syncing, and acting up a storm in the sound of music. Megami makes a play for Mother Superior, but is rebuffed. Meanwhile, Saphir, Plasma, and Morphine buy from Maria, I'm sorry, it's Mariah, with Plasma holding her ground and getting the role. In the workroom, Plasma gushes about the challenge, while playing Tsunami and Q playfully up their mean, oh, I'm sorry, playfully play up. Their mean girl roles. Let's start with you, Nathan Patrick Brown. A lot going on. Let's take it piece by piece. You know what? We'll go around the horn piece by piece. So let's start with the after Geneva's elimination thing. Everything that happened there. Did you have any um, big thoughts on everything that happened after the elimination? So, yes. Maya saying that the new lip sync assassin has arrived is her pretty mm-hmm. much admitting that she will end up in the bottom again, which is just such a funny, like, self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> Someone kind of calls her on this, like, that's not a right approach <laughs> to take, which is like, I'm just going to be in the bottom every single time and send the girls home till I, get, till I win the crown. It never works either. It almost kind of works sort of for Cameron Michaels, but not really. But yeah. But did she mm-hmm. win? No. No. She quit drag. Isn't she not doing drag anymore or something? I don't know. Evan seems to know these things. She did. She came back for one of the All-Stars to do the like lip sync assassin bit. And she apparently mm-hmm. had a terrible experience and she was pissed with it. So I think she's done for a bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, done with the TV bit, at least. Evan, what, oh, Nathan, do you have any other thoughts about the, the post uh, lip well, sync thing? And then this fucking Dawn. Yeah. She is cuckoo bananas when she says that Q's outfit was practically a fairy costume. And I was like... Bitch, you are a magical little elf. And then when she has the gall, the gall and the cheek and the gumption to then start being like, I don't like musical theater queens. And I was like, you're wearing a key as an earring. You turn every look into something with elf ears and like devil horns. I was like, you're you're the campy queen. You're the one that's dressing like a fucking fairy every single fucking time. And so I just, I just I'm not liking this dawn. Well, you're really negative, Nathan. Evan, what do you have to say to that? How are you going to counter Nathan's <laughs> negativity? I'm just shitting out happiness to be here. You know who that is? That's Jasmine Masters. I'm oh. just shitting out happiness. Um, I I thought it was fun. I thought Megami's bit about her looking like Buzz Lightyear was funny, and I'm surprised that cleared. Usually they're pretty uh, like tight-lipped about using copyrighted like characters in reference. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting to hear. I just how- didn't get the joke. Well, she looks like Buzz Lightyear. Because Buzz Lightyear, like, has the purple hood and is bald. It's galactic. I don't know. It, it made sense to me. Okay. Um, I I just thought it was interesting how quickly Q's uh, tone changed. Like, now that she finally got a win, oh. she was like, oh, we'll oh, start. I was, like, I it's, was punching pillows. Yeah. It's, it, it's like, it's kind of <laughs> like when, it's like as soon as that one friend finally gets in on the joke and then they can't shut up about the joke, you're like, okay, we get it. Yeah. But... Um, I'm yeah. going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. There are two people. Like I told you, I, I, look, I was thinking about this during the week and I'll bring this up now, which is I was, I made this whole speech about how like every week, you know, that the show is dead to me and I'm fair. And I was thinking about, it. you know what it's like? It's kind of like for me, I have a couple of analogies. One, like people who cover politics for the news, I'm sure that they're, they're not Republican or Democrat. They think they're both shitty and they just, that, that makes them more objective in a weird kind of way. And then also in football, there's this saying on any given Sunday, 
So I kind of feel like on any given Friday, who my who <laughs> I hate and who I love changes because I'm just like whatever it is. This cue, I'm telling you, I would push her off the Titanic. <laughs> like I don't like her. Oh I don't like her. And um, and then I'll get to Dawn in a second, right? No, not Dawn. Sorry, Plasma. Oh, Plasma's gonna get it today. But um, <laughs> but you're right, Evan. This Q, the second you, I actually think I will give Q this in this moment. I kind of get there was some sort of playful shade inside joke that we maybe weren't getting, but the way they edited it and the the way they edited it and the way it came off in the show, it did seem really like. Oh, I've won. I guess you don't know what that's like to have won. And I'm like, mm, I don't like it. Also, there was this pl plain Jane goes, and now there's only one immunity potion left. I'm like, and? <laughs> yeah. What does that matter? You it's yours. I could see if there was one immunity potion left and they had to find it, you know? But you have it. What does it yeah. matter? Who, who? What does it matter if there's two or one or three or five? You have well, yours. Well, I think that... I think she's saying it as like she doesn't think that she's ever going to need it. And so there's the option of her giving it to someone on the table. I think that's what she's saying. She's also gloating and acting like she's not the one that brought it up. She mentions like, is now the time to talk about track record? And then in confessional, she's like, someone brought up track record. And speaking of track yeah. record, I have an immunity potion. It's like, bitch, we know. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go around the horn now on the on the next day when they come in. Nothing much really happens, even though I have a ton of notes for some reason. It really is weird. If you think about it, all the queens walk in, they surround themselves on the table, and then someone said, I think it's, it's um, Nymphia, says to, who, who's not a, really a presence this episode. I think it was Morphine. Nymphia just said, oh, Morphine? Morphine says to um, Maya, you wear braces? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> Yes. And then yeah. yes, yeah. yes, I have. See, that's the thing. This is where Maya's not funny. This is where you're like, no, I chew <laughs> aluminum foil. Like, the, the, like, you have no smart ass answer. She's like, yes, yeah. I do. And then it's like, whoop, and I was like, you brought them all to the table for this, and now they're yeah, going to the stupid. Thing? It was really, really weird. Um, oh, there was a weird thing. That, there is why the reason I had notes. This is something I noticed on the second watch. Maybe this is a joke among them. Maybe it's something we're supposed to know. They haven't told us. Maya legitimately bunny hopped from the second she walked into the workroom <laughs> all the way to the table. The reason I know that is because she comes in at the end, so she's kind of bunny hopping. I'm like, okay, well, maybe she's bunny hopped in, and then she walked. No, then they do a reverse shot, and you see them gather around the table, and Maya straight up bunny hops the <laughs> entire way all the way to the table. And I was like, what is going on here? That's her personality. She's a big personality. Yeah. She's yeah. wacky. Evan, what do you think of all this? <laughs> She's great. <laughs> She's like Tony the Tiger yeah. today. Okay. Then, okay. I got, do, I was like, why do I have so many notes? There was nothing happened. I do have notes. So then Rue comes in and she's like, hey, queens, are you ready to climb every mountain? I don't, I'm making this up. Are you ready to pay attention to do, re, me? Blah, 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 blah. And then the confessional plasma goes, you have to really love musical theater to get those references. I'm like, there's some of the most famous songs <laughs> in musical theater history. Um, uh -huh. I've only seen Sound of Music once, and I know all the songs from Sound of Music. Yeah. Like, uh, sorry. Um, I don't know if they really get those references. It's Sound of Music. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, bitch. It's the most, it's one of the most 
famous musicals of all time. I know. I hated how she was gay splaining Sound of Music to people being like, you know, Climb Every Mountain's very inspirational. It's like, yes, bitch. <laughs> yeah, there's something about a certain, I think it's a certain age of a queen too. Because like Sherry Pie did it on when she first walked in. She like made mm-hmm. a reference. She's like, that's a theater, musical theater reference for you, just for you. But for <laughs> yeah. some reason, like I believe, like I was okay with Sherry Pie gay splaining to me. Oh, no, you were okay about, with yeah, Sherry Pie? Yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. About- well, here's why. Evan had an email from whatever that bitch's <laughs> name is. Nancy Dupree or whatever. And was like, what was her name again? The fake character? Al- Allison Janney? What Al- was it? No, Allison Mossy. <laughs> Allison Janney? Yeah, Allison Janney from the West Wing call. Oh, no, Allison yeah, yeah. Mossy emailed Evan and was like, no, you're right, Evan. She's great. Now go eat three banana cream pies and pump some steroids in your ass. Um, yeah, I, I definitely... I the second I saw this was a musical, I had to like literally take a second, take a deep breath, and be like, "This is a lot of plasma." <sighs> I gave. I try, hey, let me tell you something. I gave blood. Yes, a couple the day before that. No, the day that I had this, the episode aired. I had to give blood, which is not something I like doing. I almost fainted. I fucking hate needles. It was a terrible process. I won't even bore you. I would have rather given plasma than <laughs> prepare myself for this whole episode, but. I'm going to be positive gonna, and optimistic because no, she is I'm very talented. I'm not, she, I'm not. The other day on Rulaska Thoughts, I did a whole speech about how this dual role I played in high school and I really regret, you know, that, that I have a tendency to be a bully and I really regret it, blah, 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 blah. And I, I've also done that. I'm not even joking. This whole episode, I go, I want to bully plasma. <laughs> like... <laughs> I would. I was like, I would. I want to bully her so badly. Like, I wish I knew her, and I would just. And I would have fun. I'll be honest with you. I would have a lot of fun bullying this plasma. I would bully her. I would be her thirteenth reason. Let me tell you this. That's how much I don't like this plasma in this episode. Well, here's the reason why she's not likable: is that there's no struggle. Like it's and it's where Rue has a good point. Like there's she for me, I don't find anything like she's just super talented. She showed up and she like made this character. She's a dime a dozen. There's a million of her in New York City, like we've mm-hmm. said, and she's just good. And so like there's she, we haven't heard all the bits of her backstory have been like me and my mom listened to this when I was growing up, and this is important mm-hmm. to my family. Like there's no I have no reason to doubt that she's good. So I have a hard time being like excited for her. Like she's yeah. just she's telling me she's good. She's Rachel Berry from Glee. Oh. Yeah, for me, I sort of, uh, I I hate her too. She annoys me too, but I, I she annoys me because I see myself in her. Like, I've been that girl. Like, I, I read Barbara Streisand's book and I was like, I relate to Plasma. <laughs> like, yeah. Even like when um, <laughs> at the dance rehearsal, like Adam Shankman mentioned Sunset Boulevard and they cut to Plasma just like sagely nodding. I was like, oh my God, I hate that. But also that's me. Did you guys see Untucked? Did you watch Untucked? I haven't watched Untucked yet. Is it good? She, there's a bit where she's like, so she's, they're all talking to Adam Shankman and then she's like in the background, she's like, and I just want to say, oh, she's no. like trying to make this poignant point about how like he's professional and very nice. And, <laughs> but like, as she starts talking, the PA comes, starts coming in and say like, to be like, we got to take Adam back and cuts him off. And it's just awkward. She's like, I just want to say like, there's this, like, there's this reputation. <laughs> There's a reputation. There's a reputation in the, the in the theater community of not being kind and professional. And you were the <laughs> oh my you, god, you defied that. Oh and Adam, my god, I Adam, can't Shank- watch this. Adam Shankman's like, okay, I have a pair- I have I have Louboutins older than you. Shut up, yeah. but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't watch that talk. I will literally punch my TV. 
yeah, this plasma. Uh, and by the way, it's so funny. I never, this is show you where I come from. When he mentioned Sunset Boulevard, I was thinking the movie, not the musical. So I think you went to the musical. Mm, mm-hmm. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, just one more point to beat up on plasma and the bully. Her. <laughs> she's probably, she's probably into it. It's probably her kink. Probably. You know what she's one. You know what's another reason I like her. She's one of those people that she makes a point and then she does a thing with her face to like go like hmm. You know she doesn't go <laughs> hmm, but her face her face goes hmm. So she'll go like, well, I wanted that role. <laughs> and I bet you, even though it was a visual, everyone listening everyone could hear the hmm. Right. Anyway. <laughs> So she's, I think she's. Yeah. I think she's gonna. She's gonna see herself back on TV in a couple of years and be like, "I was so." And I, I will appreciate. I, she'll be like a some. What what gets better with age? Like I think I'll I'll come twinks. to appreciate her more. No, no, not no, not twinks. <laughs> a fine uh, wine. See, I'm sober now, so I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um. But no. Yeah. I, I think. She, I'm off dairy too. The other day he goes, I'm just uh, my kidding. tummy hurts. And I go, welcome to your 30s. Welcome to your 30s. Um, I want to make this point. Literally. So this, uh, she goes, she goes, she's explaining Sound of Music. And she goes, it's probably Julie Andrews. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that'd be more iconic than Sound of Music. Well, really? How about fucking Mary Poppins? Yeah. Yeah. Am I wrong <laughs> that Mary Poppins is probably more iconic? I'm not denying that Maria Von Trapp is iconic. I'm just saying mary poppins it's up there evan nathan's gonna side with the sound of music evan where do you fall mary poppins or maria von trapp they're not from the same musical mm. <laughs> i'm kidding I'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding um i think i think mary poppins is probably more like known yeah von trapp, von trapp is like a, a name of a character and a sound. I, I think the masses would understand sound of music i mean um mary poppins more all right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we're gonna we'll, Evan. We're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about the rest of the episode. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would I do for an extra hour in the day? I'll tell you. I want to write more. In a, in a, in a previous life, I. Uh, was a writer, wanted to be a writer, all that jazz, you know, wrote things. And then it seems now that I podcast, which is a, a, a great creative outlet, by the way, I just write less. And well, I do write a lot. I just, I don't know why I'm going on about this. I write less. I don't write creatively as much as I want to. Now it's mostly just writing about RuPaul's Drag Race or whatever's coming up for the show. And if I had an extra hour, I would spend it writing. And that's what I would do with an extra hour. That's what matters to me. But what matters to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. I have benefited very much from therapy. And it's helped me set priorities in my life. Hell, the reason I am a podcaster full time is because of therapy. It helped me realize where my priorities were. And I benefited from therapy, and I think everyone can benefit from therapy, and that's why I think you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, it's designed to be convenient, it's designed to be flexible, and you can totally fit it in your own schedule. 
Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race. And we're back. I just realized we never talked about the workroom and what happened in the workroom. Uh, Evan, do you have anything to say about what happens in the workroom with the choosing the role and all that jazz? Um, yeah, uh, choosing the roles. Uh, I, I do like that Plasma acknowledged that the plain Jane method does work. Um, I just, like, it... I almost wish that they didn't have musicals where the, the there was one standout role. Like, mm-hmm. why can't it be more evenly distributed? Uh I, that to me is interesting. And I, yeah, I just don't think that anyone, like who wouldn't want that role? So it just, it didn't seem fair to me, but whatever. Well, there were clearly seven other girls who didn't want it. Yeah. It's weird. Is this a musical? Is this, this to me, it does not, it's not a rusical. They didn't sing live somewhere. The cast of UK that did the rats thing where they were live or Courtney act and Adora, like that to me was a rusical. This mm-hmm. was a lip sync extravaganza with dancing, which I'm not saying wasn't difficult. I'm not saying didn't require a tremendous amount of work. And it was actually, I thought, one of the best musicals that we've ever seen in a long time. But it wasn't like, am I wrong? Has that, when did that stop being alive? Well, I feel that like it wasn't the airlines one was like this, right? Is that a rusical? Yes. Yeah, and they did Wig Loose last year, which was the same. Yeah, I don't see. I, I feel don't they go back and one. forth. I feel they go back. I know what you're talking about, Evan, but I don't feel it's necessarily been super consistent. Nathan, mm. do you have any thoughts on the workroom? Well, I think it would have been better if it was a live scene because then when they're fighting over the roles, you can just say audition. Because like Plasma can be like, I'm a musical theater queen. It's like, well, that's great. You're not singing. It's yeah, like, and they did that but one time. Yeah. I do they did think that one time. They did. And I used to love when they would audition because it made sense. Now we're just doing rock, paper, scissors, which I'm like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think this is sort of where you win or lose the episode. Like when you divide up these roles, because like the three biggest roles are the ones that ended up being in the top three. Like it's sort of like, I see why they would want the lead roles and why you wouldn't want to fade in the background with the supporting roles. But then (sighs) on the flip side, like morphine, do you really think- Morphine yeah. would have shown as Mariah. No. Like, I, yeah. that would have been hilarious, but it would have been bad. Or do you think Megami did it, would have done well in Mother Superior? No. Hmm. No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think ultimately went to the right people. Okay, first of all, let's talk about the workroom. The, there's a part where Plasma's talking about the sound of music, and she's going, like, you see the sound of music, da, 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 da. And I'm like, now that, because this, when we see the show, we don't know what's coming. The plot line of the actual musical is closer to hairspray than it is the sound of music and like i mean maybe the beginning she's all like she's acting like this is like a a pretty straightforward straight sound of music parody but it really nathan you're our musical theater expert am i wrong here well kind of i mean i was i've been in both hairspray and sound of music and i I mean just to flex my plasma credentials yeah (laughs) wow uh it it was sort of sound of music-y in that they end up at a singing competition, they just cut out all the Nazis. So, you, I mean, it sort of tracks. You start in the Abbey, and then you go to the family, and then you go to the competition. Mm. It's that famous plot structure. Well, but the point is, it's not really super close. Though, she was making, like, she actually like they were doing Sound of Music. There's yeah. another part where Maya goes, I just wanted to get my cute little part, and then, um, you know, 
and then and, and, and then you know i can dance and they'll be fine i'm like she really her plan is to do the least <laughs> and she thinks i'll just like do the least in the background I'll, she'll just trick rue into making her the winner it's really very bizarre it's a bizarre strategy then when q is making her case we can talk about this here if you want she's making her case why she should be baronet and she's like um my physicality and comedic timing um couple of things <laughs> Bitch, you can't dance, right? Mm. Let's just get this out of the way. Two, it's pre-recorded. What mm-hmm. timing? You're lip-syncing the yeah. thing. What comedic timing? You're lip-syncing. Thank you. Um, I'm glad you. Ca- I'm glad you said that because that was my thought too. It was her describing her like she was just saying it was a Miss America like the mm-hmm. the 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 pageantry like. My ability to be a person and to like, you know what I mean? It would, she wasn't saying anything about her abilities at all. And I'm so glad that uh, you can tell that someone was fed up with her because we get the Megami bit where she's like, you didn't have any fucking choreography. I know that's <laughs> yeah. coming later, but someone, someone knew was in on the joke that she's like, she is absurd because yeah, I couldn't handle that. And I want to revisit me. Nathan said is plasma goes, well, I want this because Mariah is the only one I want. Oh, you only want the lead. Oh, mm. let's let's make this. Now, by the way, here's and here's where I'm gonna I'm gonna tip my hand a little bit. I'll say this. I think Nathan Ray says Plasma crushed it. Like as much as I'm gonna criticize her and she's really annoying and I want to bully her, she did fucking crush it. Am I wrong, Nathan? Yeah, she did good. She had energy. Yeah, she totally sold it. Almost to the point where I forgot she was lip syncing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, she owned that character. She deserved the win. All of that. I would. Safira did fantastic too, by the way. Mm-hmm. So they both fought for those roles, and they really showed why they should get the role. But um, in fact, honestly, I don't see how I maybe after seeing Plasma, I don't see how Safira would have done Mariah. No, like I just because just because Plasma did it so well. Yeah, and I don't see how anybody else could have done Mother Superior. Like they both own those characters so well. But to go in there and say like, well, it's the only one I want. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, you have to. That's how she won because she stood her ground and she b- bullied them into giving her the part. And that's how she cinched it. I think you got to do it. But at least she didn't do it in the way that like Q or Dawn or other people have been like, I don't see it for you, sis. It's like, I don't see you in the role. Like that's when yeah. it's shady and I don't like that. She just said, yeah. I, I'm doing the role, which I'd rather than her putting everyone else down to, to do the role. Evan, you're Tim to be friends with these people. What did you think of the Mean Girls bit? Tim to be friends with the Mean Girls? Mm-hmm. I don't... I'm not friends with the Mean Girls anymore. It's for um, damn sure. That's true. I'll, I'll um, give you that. Yeah. What did I think of them? The Mean... Oh, like, I thought it was funny. They were leaning into it, but, like, they weren't... I think it was more of a... The production was like, hey, go piss people off. And Plain Jane was natural at it. And Q, again, Q was like, I'm a winner now, so I can act this... Like she was just letting you know herself be, you know, what? a normal drag queen. Evan, you hit the nail on the head because when I think I'm like, ugh, fuck those bitches, blah 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 blah. But when I think about it, Plain Jane and Tsunami weren't annoying me. It's just I don't like this fucking cue. And like, here's the thing, Plain Jane. Like, I know she's a a cunt, and we've all talked about, it, but like, she's consistent. She is nothing but herself, and like, I don't mind it. Like, it's it's. Yeah, it's when it's like Q trying to like play dress up for a minute with like with that personality, and it just it didn't work for her. It wasn't a cute look. 
This fucking plain Jane. Every time she says something shady, she has to like tuck the invisible hair behind her ear. And it's like, bitch, you have a short back and sides. You don't have hair. Stop tucking invisible hair. But I liked seeing Tsunami in a different light. I thought she was fun. Um, mm-hmm. Can we talk about like Tsunami? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. This girl is from, is like her obviously a drag's mother or sister is Candy. I do not feel like she is standing out at all. <gasps> I don't. I don't think about? she is long That's for this world. That's my drag daughter you talking about. <laughs> I know. Well, and like, thank God she, um, oh, yeah, like, no, but you would think she that she. She has quality. She's, she's beautiful, but she's not, I don't know. I don't feel good about her lasting very long. Uh, has everything said, has everyone, wait, has everyone said everything they're going to say about the workroom? Uh, all right. Well, here we go. Uh, the girls hit the main stage to learn choreography with director Adam Shankman. Later, surprise guest Melissa McCarthy comes through with a pep talk. Finally, Maya struggles with a flipless routine. Megami needs more practice. And Q struggles with her steps yet again. Evan, let's start with you. Any big thoughts on this choreo se- segment? Um, it was sponsored by Baby Bell, clearly. Uh, oh, I didn't even I think thought, about that. Yeah. I thought Melissa McCarthy's bit was actually very nice. I'm surprised she didn't say uh, thank you. I, I don't know if this was like in her amends for stealing the role of Ursula from a drag queen. Um, Wait, you're not being serious. What do you mean? Well, I feel like I feel like a lot. Of, I've, I didn't even see the Little Mermaid, but I feel like people have said that that role should have been played by a drag queen and she got it instead. That Those are people who are crazy. Okay, well, then they, that's fine. <laughs> but I, I like you're that saying she, Walt, the Walt Disney Company is in a production that's going to cost hundreds of millions of dollars that they're going to be like, okay, Ginger Minge, we're going to give you the most <laughs> iconic role uh, that, and, 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 and we're going to give that to you, but not to an A-list movie star. I'm not saying that they would have, but I'm saying there are people that felt that way. And I think she, igno- and she acknowledges that, I think, as a someone who respect. Yeah, so I, I, th- I thought it was a very nice moment. I'm just- I remember when this Barbie came out. And they released a track list of the Barbie soundtrack, which, by the way, has gone to be a mega fucking selling soundtrack. And these Reddit queens were like fucking pissed <laughs> that Trixie Mattel was not on the, the soundtrack. And I'm like, you think they're going to put fucking Trixie Mattel with Lizzo and, and uh, with Dua Lipa mm-hmm. and uh, all the Billy Eilish. We got him. Billie Eilish, yeah, we're gonna put on Trixie Mattel, and they were like, "Oh, and Trixie, how fucking disgusting and rude and offensive that they didn't put Trixie Mattel in the movie as a cameo." Could you can you imagine? Let me tell you this, and I know. Look, I like this drag race; it makes a living for me. Go, I encourage anyone because it's very important to us, and it's very important to the gay community, right? But I challenge all of you to look up the television ratings. And it may do well in its night on cable, but like we often lose to a TV show that I don't even know what it is called Gold Rush on like uh, (laughs) FX or something like that. I don't even know what Gold Rush is. Like we have a very strong and powerful group of people who watch it. But in terms of like the population at large, people don't know who the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. Like, so like. They're not going to put him in the Barbie movie. They're going to put. They're not going to. Ginger Minge never had a chance at being Ursula in the fucking movie. What were you going to say, Evan? Sorry. 
Well, I have two things. One, um, my boyfriend works at an ad agency that did a lot for the Barbie movie, mm-hmm. and they really wanted to do stuff with Trixie. Like they actually like really like they reached that out to her. That makes sense. Mattel wanted nothing to do with her. Mm-hmm. They would not clear it. So even if it, so it's not just, uh, you're right. They're not, they're not going to, you know, put that person, but also to your point about our world being so small and these people being big deals in our community, have you seen this, the traders that peppermint was on? Mm-hmm. There was a, there was a bit where it was like you, they had to decide which two of the two people that were like in the cast, who was more popular and peppermint it was like peppermint versus this one person. And no one could believe that peppermint was popular. Like it was like almost yes. insulting that she would, and meanwhile, I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking peppermint, like a, an yes. activist. Like, but to these people, and to someone who's not in our world, the, who the fuck, who, who is this? Who is this mint bitch? And yeah. so, yeah, it was very. I can t- totally see it. Yeah, and um, and don't come to me with the Emmy shit. That's a whole other speech I got to give. All right, chore- but choreography, choreo. Nathan, do you have any big comments in the choreo? Who's choreo? Adam Shankman did a great job. I thought it was really good was to good. have um, someone of his caliber there and for him to also be on the judging panel for this episode i thought that's like a nice tie-in that makes sense with melissa though like i'm i'm i didn't really like the pop-in because i was like what's the point i didn't get the point mary and Poppin? like was she just near was she just <laughs> was she just nearby and then uh, then her little speech being like oh drag's so important it's like i got my start in drag or some shit i was like when well, you want gilmore girls like i i didn't track her why she was there at all no, I think when the Little Mermaid came out, this, this this happened during the press tour. She was, I think, she was like what we would call a bio queen, or I don't know what the other terms are, just drag queen. Uh, I think she started off as a drag queen. I think she started her <laughs> right. career with other drag queens. What's so funny about that? Okay, <laughs> I just don't get it. Mm, yeah. All right, it's elimination day, and the girls get ready for the main stage. Sophia clocks her lack of immunity. Um, oh wait, I do want to. I'll come back to that. Uh, Plain reveals she was a child ballroom dancer, and Megami reflects on her personal connection to the musical Hairspray. Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Any thoughts on this elimination day? Not really. I just thought, yeah, Megami. I was like, yeah, I also saw Hairspray a few times at the movie, so I get it. That's mm-hmm. about it. I, I did notice we were getting a lot of Megami content, and I thought, you're going home, bub. But it's funny that her like last day. Um, like final, final last trauma dump. It's just about hairspray. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's nothing more interesting than that. Evan, any uh, big thoughts on this elimination day? Yeah, it was kind of cruel that she her her whole thing was like I uh, I hope that Adam casts me in hairspray too. In hindsight, knowing that she was going to go home. Um, <laughs> also, the plain Jane stuff was interesting because like was I don't it? know the, the the week before we got that she like liked to play with dolls and then. But yet, she, then you see the video of her like as a young child dancing. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I don't know. You were clearly didn't hide it very well. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I want to say a couple of things. One, I, I forgot to say this in the choreo. When Adam's working with Maya, and she's like not getting the steps, and she's like, "I wasn't expecting that choreography." I'm like, "Dude, do, do you watch the show, Maya?" <laughs> like. And this always, and by the way, Maya's not the only one. This always happens with the stunt queens. The stunt queens always think I can do it because I dance, uh, you know, this freestyle dancing. And then they go in there with choreography. They're like, ugh, and they can't do it. One. Two, I have a question for you two. 
you know, uh, this plain Jane goes on there and is like, I had to stop doing X, Y, Z because I was getting made fun of that. That was gay. Nathan, did you have any hobbies, hobbies you had to stop because it was gay or something? Are you worried about it being gay or? Well, there was in my primary school, uh, like a, like a talent review type of thing. And then there was a group of people and we were, they were going to do like the sister act as like a number, you know, like all wear nuns mm-hmm. outfits and sing my guy. And I was doing that yeah. and I did to a few of rehearsals and then I sort of, yeah, got a bit embarrassed and pulled out. And then I was like, oh, I shouldn't have pulled out. I would have looked, I would have rocked that habit. Yeah, man. Yeah, I did everything, um, either gay or it was the opposite. I did it that like I was a boy scout or a cub scout and, I never got to go on to be a Boy Scout because I was bullied for being gay. Uh, or, wait, are Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts known for being gay? No, I'm saying like I was afraid of being bullied for being oh, gay. Like I remember like, going. Oh, yeah. to, I remember like yeah, I remember I remember going to like I remember yeah, I went to like a, a scout camp and like I was allowed to use my own bathroom and like I remember just being like treated differently and I just didn't want that. <laughs> or I would play sports like I would swim or I would play baseball and I remember like not doing it because it was so clear that I did not belong. And I was only one, like one awful interaction away from being like hate crimed. You know what? Mm. I think you're like, I was thinking like, I've never quit something because it was gay, but you know what? I was in the, in the Cub Scouts and all that. And then when I got to the end of the Cub Scouts and had to choose, I didn't because I was, I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily afraid, but I think there was a fear of this toxic masculinity in a way that I don't think I could define then, but it was something like, I don't yeah. want to be there. That's very interesting. I remember thinking I wish I could have been a Girl Scout and not knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Wishing like, oh, I wish it was like Girl Scouts for boys or something like that. Like I'd yeah. rather like and learn to knit or something. I don't know what they learn. Make, I don't know what but yeah, they, I, want, I, would, I would sell great cookies. Also, ironically, when I was a Cub Scout, the one camp I did go to, there was mm-hmm. this one kid who was like the machoest boy there and he had a panic attack about spiders. And guess who took care of him the whole night? My gay ass. <laughs> so although I was this big sissy, I was the though. one killing him killing his spiders and i got this big award for it but yet this boy was yeah anyway after that i was like yeah i'm never gonna fit in here so yeah that's what he said about your gay ass okay going on to the risk let's talk about that (laughs) rusical now we are actually talking about the rusical uh nathan did you have any big thoughts on the rusical uh, really i do think they all did quite well like i as, yeah. as much as like two people were in mm-hmm. the bottom i didn't think they were that bad i just think some mm-hmm. of the roles are designed for people to fade into the background it's like yes you can put more character onto it but you're still just going to be safe at best uh mm-hmm. no, like i don't know what more like a morphine could have done to pop you know what i mean yeah um but while everyone did well i still think it uh, I, I prefer a live singing musical. Like we mm-hmm. just hear this same woman who's on every track singing every song. And it's just like, it's a bit repetitive, but I did enjoy the hot guys and the later hosen. That was an awakening for me. Mm. Yeah. Evan. Yeah. I liked the, I liked the, uh, I, I could have used more later hosen on my TV. Um, yeah. I liked the call out briefly to, was it bing bang bong or no, there was some, Break up no, by uh, break up by bye. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. Thought that was great. I I liked. Yeah, it was. I mean, Adam. Sh- you could tell it was like a very well thought out. Like the guy, the Adam Shankman did a great job. Um, but yeah, it was. It was hard for me to get like as into it as a, of a rusical because again, it wasn't live singing. But Plasma killed it. Thought Sephira was fantastic. Um, yeah. So so people should know who are outside of California. They make, because I've noticed a lot of people haven't heard of this. So there's, there's a couple of references you should know. When they talk about the Abbey, 
they're making a clear reference to the Abbey, the gay bar in West Hollywood. Okay, the gay bar in West Hollywood. A lot of you probably know it, but there are people who don't, called the Abbey. Have you been to it, Nathan, when you visited Los Angeles? No, but I know it exists. I will say, Evan and I have a story from the Abbey. We went to go watch Drag Race there, and we ate so much fucking food at the Abbey. Because people don't know this. The food at the Abbey is really good. And they yeah, had, I don't know if Evan wants to... If everyone wants to chime in, they had these happy hour specials during Drag Race. And so most of them were these small plates that we ordered a bunch of them. But we also ordered the nachos. And it was like, remember, Evan, it was this comic oh my God, large. It, it was so much. It You could tell that it was so much that like they people never order it. And then when they got the order, they were like, I don't fucking know how to make this. Just throw, <laughs> like I, I haven't made I haven't made solid foods in weeks. Like, what do I have to do with this? <laughs> yeah. And it was fat pig me with little Evan. And we were at this. We were in a booth, and you just just a comical amount of food in front of us at the Abbey. Actually, yeah. So there's that. Then they go um, something burger marries them all. Well, you know, hamburger is German. Like you didn't need to make up another word for it because hamburger is it comes from Hamburg. You know. Also, Evan speaks German, Nathan. I don't know if you know that. Guten ja. Tag. <laughs> Hello. Guten Abend für mich. But yeah, guten Tag. Um, okay, next. Um, going back to what Nathan was saying, it is a good job, but on a second watch, I will tell you, I was able to see, and this part doesn't make sense because you would think they would focus on this for the, um, I don't know how to put it, the, the to, to make their case later on, but... Um, there are places where you can see Maya especially making mistakes and they quickly cut away because they're not wanting to uh, show the mistakes, which I thought was really, really weird. Yeah, they wanted it to be good, I think, because I feel yes. like everyone was creaming their panties last year over Wigloose. And I think they wanted the cloud of being like, oh, best challenge ever. And that's why they mm-hmm. got someone like an Adam Shankman on. But it, yeah. I, I did laugh when- um, Maya's habit was in front of her face. Oh, yeah. oh my was god, insane. that was so good. But uh, which she should have just played it off as intentional. But um, yeah, but they were cutting around Maya a lot more. And I'm going to be honest with you: on a second watch, because I knew how everyone placed, I was eagle eye watching Megami. She was fine. Yeah, there was a bit where she was like grabbing her boobs a couple times, made yeah. me laugh. It was funny. She was never out of it or like losing the from what they showed in the edit. She was totally 100% fine. By the way, there's a, a moment when they do the breakup bye-bye. Uh, Q, as the Baroness, is not with the other two girls. It's just plain Jane and Tsunami teasing the other girls. And I'm like, why is it? Because she was in the rehearsal. She's in the rehearsal mm. for the number, but she's not in the final bit. And uh, I don't know why. She just That's wasn't weird. there. I, I do think... But Q didn't do as good as they said she did. I think no. the vocal performance was what was selling that. Like, I think anyone could have, like, as Megami said, anyone could have done that role and have, and have gotten praise. And, like, yeah. if you're actually looking at, like, who did a Baroness, like, from Sound of Music quite well, I think Plain did a really good job. Yeah. She would have done a great job. I'm surprised she didn't want it. And then one more thing I wanted to point out. I hate when Michelle acts along. So there's a part where they go like, um, and now um, Mariah. And then Owen comes out. And now Mariah. And then they sh- they, they <laughs> cut to Michelle and she goes, where are they? I'm like, bitch. Yeah, I hate when she does that shit. Actually, I do want to say quickly. I didn't, I didn't have much to say. I guess I'm still thinking about it. But mm-hmm. I, I thought the writing of this, of the musical was like, 
exceptional. Like they did a really good job at like kind of like some of the jokes were great. Like the the bits with um, Safira and um, Plasma when she was like shushing her and like oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, so a lot of the little quips were very good, um, and so. I do want to give that like credit. It was, I was entertained the whole time, which is not something I'm like, remember farmer rusical or some of yeah. these that were dreadful. Or there was the one, the what one, was the drug some, one, the pharma, every time a pharma, the rusical, that was yeah. awful. awful. There were just, awful, there awful. are just some where they're just like, it was no, like this actually was clever and they, yeah, I, I think it was a thoroughly interesting event. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about the looks. The theme was I could buy myself flowers. Um, Evan, were there any like three looks, two looks, Bitch. looks that remained that you loved? See, my lack of an excitement about that, about the musical was because I am still thinking about the runways. This was some, this was some all stars, all winner shit. Some of these looks, these people spent so much money. And if they didn't spend a lot of money, they did a incredible job making it look expensive. Some of these looks, I mean, this was one of the best runways of the season, I thought. Mm-hmm. And I will say, like, I'm comparing this to I, the UK versus the world, which also had some great looks this week. Um, like, freaking, uh, what's her name? Safira was incredible. That look will go down as one of the best looks I've ever seen on Drag Race. That could be on, I mean, that was amazing. I, I, don't, I don't have the words for it. Um, I thought um, Nymphia, who you said, was pretty absent this episode. And I think they kind of did an interesting job of kind of hiding her. Also, like they just sub swapped out her banana and gave her a pine cone. I don't understand why she was holding a pine cone. That didn't make any sense to me. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what the joke was. I don't know that. what I don't know what that was at all. But I do know that her little arm grow like the that's actually like I don't know. I thought that was very clever. Um, that and then who was the third look that I thought was great? There was a third that I thought was. I mean, plasma looked amazing. You got to give it to her. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but I, I thought this was one of the best. Lo- like Nathan, were there yeah. looks you liked? Uh, I I agree. I thought it was just like, yeah, I agree. I thought it was the best runway we've had in ages. I think we've got to give them their mm-hmm. flowers for really stepping their pussies up. And I appreciate how the theme matched the lip sync song. I, I get off mm-hmm. on yeah. that. I just love when that happens. And I, yeah, they were all really good. I think my, probably my least favorites were just like maybe Megami and Morphine because they were less of a concept, like not a higher yeah. concept. You know what I mean? Where it's like Safira and Nymphia were just so good. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Do you know who my least favorite look was this? Yeah, I was going to ask you. It was RuPaul. Oh, hideous. I thought everyone else was, I, th- I think Ru was the the bottom of the week for the mm-hmm. looks. Sorry, Zaldi. Yeah, I mean, they were all, they were all wonderful. Nathan, anything else? Megami had props. <laughs> I thought they were talking about, they were praising Megami, maybe because they knew she was going home, but I'm like, her look was horrible. Oh, I didn't think it was that bad. Oh, she always looks like a mess. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. On the main stage, Rune names Plasma the winner of this week's challenge before placing Megami and Maya Monlepage in the bottom two, forcing them to face off in a lip sync battle for their lives. The song Flowers. By Miley Cyrus. In the end, Maya was told Shantae you stay, while Megami was asked to sashay away. Ladies, any final thoughts in the episode? Evan, let's start with you. Uh, well, we talked about the lip sync already, but I think this is one of the better seasons of Drag Race I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. I am really, really into this group. I think there are... Uh, the show is successful when there is actually talented people that can... Um, they can produce like they can deliver the challenges. Like remember how season seven was like the wrong types of challenges for 
the types of queens they had. I think they've got a really good group of girls that are like able to balance out like the different things that the show requires. I thought last week was funny. This week was a really, really strong episode. I like the characters. Uh, it's nice to have a villain. It's nice to have an annoying twink that's talented. It's nice to have like, I don't know. I just, I think that everyone is likable and like, an, but they're likable as like characters. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to be watching this season as I like, I wasn't as into season 15 as I, I feel like I real until I compare it to this. All right. I mean, Nathan, no, that was a pretty good summary. I think. Yeah, I agreed. All right. Very good. Evan, give us your plugs. Where, is, where, where can people find you? Where, where, if people want to find more Evan Ayers, where can they find him? I did this. Uh, did I change? No, I didn't change it. Yeah. So it's still Evan. My name is Nobody Cares, N-O-B-O-D-Y-C-A-Y-R-E-S on Twitter and Instagram. And that's the only platform set them on. All right. Very good. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next weekend every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 16. So for Evan Ayers, Nathan Brown, and uh, myself. Adieu, adieu, to ya, and ya, and ya. Thank you for listening to Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can also email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This podcast was produced by Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has another podcast. It's called Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Nathan Brown on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. Special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Alex S. Anonymous. April Pacheco. Astute Girl. Brad Coley. Vilsket Pony, Deckhead, Doofus Maximus, E. Smith, Elizabeth Tinner, Emma, Humble Pie, Isaac Martin, Jade Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Kathy Zender, Lauren Eckert, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Mike Yeager, Mickey Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo the Hoodetta, Robert NYC, Sarah Yu, Runner Brandon, Tom Bombs, Travi Cosmos, Troy Anderson, and Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes 
only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 